This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com forward slash critical to find out more. Good morning. I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Monday the 7th of August. In your Squiz today, the voice campaign returns from Gama. Drum goal drummed out. Khan sentenced in Pakistan. And who's ready for the Matildas? This is your Squiz today. This weekend saw the Gama Festival, which is Australia's largest annual Indigenous gathering and an important date in the national political calendar. And you had better believe that the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, was there spruiking the voice. Yes, he certainly was, Alex. Mm. He said that this would be the one and only shot at constitutional recognition for Indigenous Aussies. And he called the referendum vote a -a once-in-a-generation opportunity to deliver, in his words, the form of recognition that Indigenous people have asked for. Those remarks were a response to opposition leader Peter Dutton's proposal for constitutional recognition for Indigenous Australians with a voice-like advisory body legislated by Parliament rather than enshrined in the Constitution. Even as the Prime Minister was making his latest pitch, new poll numbers were published in the Daily Telegraph showing support for the No campaign at 56%, while the Yes campaign was at 44% of the vote nationally. But Alice, that was not the only political story that had some movement over the weekend. Yeah, another story that we've been following has been the consulting firm PwC using confidential tax information to benefit itself and its customers. It's a story that's been bubbling away in the background and causing a lot of headaches for PwC. And yesterday, the government came out to say that any future breaches could attract a fine of up to $780 million. Treasurer Jim Chalmers made that announcement and he said the PwC scandal exposed severe shortcomings in our regulatory frameworks and that other new measures would help the government to crack down on what he called the scourge of multinational tax avoidance. The Australian Tax Office will also be given greater powers to help crack down on companies not paying their tax, according to that government announcement. The ACT's Director of Public Prosecutions, Shane Drumgold, has just become the ACT's former Director of Public Prosecutions. Drumgold handed in his resignation on Friday. Yeah, this all follows the inquiry that was looking into how the prosecution of Bruce Lerman was handled. We covered that last week. But to recap, it all goes back to the criminal prosecution of Lerman for the alleged rape of his colleague, Brittany Higgins. That, of course, fell apart after juror misconduct with no findings made against Lerman. After the trial, though, Drumgold accused the police of untoward interference in the case, and that was an accusation which sparked off an inquiry by the former Queensland judge, Walter Sofronoff. Drumgold was found by that Sofronoff inquiry to have made untrue representations to the Supreme Court and of failing to disclose evidence to the defence. Now, we have had a response to Drumgold to those findings. He said, quote, while I acknowledge I made mistakes, I strongly dispute that I engaged in deliberate or underhanded conduct in the 
the trial or that I was dishonest. Drumgold said all his decisions were made in good faith. His resignation was accepted by the ACT's Attorney General and we are expecting to hear more detail from that inquiry report this week. A father and his five sons are dead after a house fire on Russell Island off the southeast coast of Queensland. What we know from police so far is that the 34-year-old man was at home when the blaze broke out on Sunday morning, along with his five sons. They were all aged between 3 and 11 years old. The 28-year-old mother of the boys fled the property to raise the alarm and she escaped without physical injuries. But the Queensland Police Superintendent Matt Kelly said that it was a very confronting scene, and particularly so for the local rural fire service volunteers who were first on scene and knew the family. Authorities are investigating the cause of the fire and don't have any indication that it was suspicious. We've talked before about Pakistan's former Prime Minister Imran Khan, the former cricket legend who went on to become one of Pakistan's most popular politicians. But Alice, over the weekend, Khan was sentenced to three years in jail after having been found guilty of corrupt practices. Those charges relate to Khan selling gifts that he received during state visits abroad and hiding the benefits. The court estimated that the gifts were worth more than $140 million Pakistani rupees or around three quarters of a million Aussie dollars. Khan hasn't taken the conviction lying down. He took to social media to call on his supporters to protest. His legal team is also appealing the conviction in Pakistan's high court, which is a bit of a make or break moment for Khan. Mm. As it stands, the sentence means that he's banned from politics for five years. Yes, and Khan had hoped to run in and win the presidential elections scheduled for this November. Mm. And speaking of jailed politicians, the Russian dissident Alexei Navalny has been sentenced to a further 19 years in prison on top of the decade that he is already serving. These latest charges have been condemned by international human rights organisations and the US as well. They have been called bogus charges to keep the Putin critic behind bars. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. It's a big sports day, Alice. The Diamonds, Australia's women's netball team, won the World Cup overnight for the 12th time. The win means they now hold all of netball's major titles. And that is not all. We've got a big game of soccer coming up tonight. Yes, it's a huge must-win game. The Matildas are playing Denmark in the first knockout round of the FIFA Women's World Cup. The Matildas will be going in as the favourites and there's even talk that our star striker and captain Sam Kerr might return after her calf injury, although we won't know that for certain until we see her on the pitch. The winner of this match, though, will go on to play either France or Morocco in the quarterfinals, so there's a lot up for grabs. (laughs) There sure is. The game kicks off at 8.30pm on Channel 7. 
A team of scientists have been studying the neurological effects of play, Alice, by, get this, tickling rats. <laughs> yes, the video in this story is very cute, Alex. <laughs> According to the authors of the report, what happens in a mammal's brain during play isn't very well understood. So this rat tickling experiment is trying to fill in some of the gaps. I have already learned something from this story, Alice, which is that the rat equivalent of laughter is an ultrasonic squeak that is too high-pitched for human hearing. Isn't that cute? Very cute. <laughs> Squiz the day, Alice. What are we looking forward to today? Look, apart from watching the developments in Parliament today, we'll probably just be getting our snacks ready for the Matildas game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right we will. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.